Welcome to the TuckCast with a splash of bourbon presented by Tuckasegee Fly Shop and Guide Service. Tuckasegee Fly Shop and Guide Service has three convenient locations. How many, Dale? Three. Awesome. To serve you. One at 3 Depot Street, Bryson City. Depot Street. 530 West Main Street, Silver, North Carolina. And our newest location, which is like six, seven months old. 110 Depot Street, Waynesville, North Carolina. Home of the Tuscola Mountaineers. Tuckasegee Fly Shop and Guide Services, your number one stop prior and after your epic fly fishing adventure in Western North Carolina. Tuckasegee Fly Shop and Guide Service probably carries industry-leading brands such as Sims, Orvis, Corkers, Sage, Rio, SA, Hatch, Nautilus, Lampson, Fishpond, Scott Fly Rods, Echo, Umqua, Hairline, Nature Spirit, Peak, Norvice, plus a large selection of flies and streamers. Check out www.tuckflyshop.com for streamflow information. Book a lesson or guided trip, or even shop for your favorite Takasiji Fly Shop gear. FlyShopUSA.com. That's right. That's right. Follow the crew on Facebook at Takasiji Fly Shop, Instagram at Tuck Fly Shop, and on YouTube at Takasiji Fly Shop. Here in our silver shop today, we have Bobby the Bearded Wonder Bennett, Coach Dale Diesel Collins. Live. I'm in your host, Shannon Big Mess Messer. Gosh, I have to admit, I didn't screwed up already. From the FlyShopUSA.com studios, take number two. Oh, my heavens. Just so everybody knows. Just so Shannon you know. forgot to hit record this time, not I, me. We had <laughs> one hell of an episode going, folks. We were halfway through an episode. Oh, my gosh. And we all drank a bunch went, of whiskey. I just went, boom. And now we got to do it again. I just no went, promises from here on out. Boom, because we were rolling. <laughs> I am so sorry. But, hey, uh, but season three is off to to a fantastic season three. Hey, if we're going to screw up, let's make it on the first one so the rest of the year is smooth. There you go. That's right. This is so what happens when we don't record in a month. That's right. It's, it has has been quite. But hey, quite, you know, you mentioned some. something there um, in the intro, which man, I'm honored to be in that intro. Like the fact that you like pointed to me to say something, right. and I'm just like stoked. Like right Dale, now. you can speak. Yes. <laughs> Like man, I was just on TV. Other than <laughs> uh, other than doing his instruments from high school, so the uh, but you, you mentioned there the uh, the guided trips and the, but the lessons. The lessons are going fantastic, folks. They are. It if, an, if if anybody hasn't yet, you need to come meet Mike, Magic Mike. He's in the shop. <laughs> he <laughs> that's our name for him, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I mean it just it's got a good ring to it. Magic folks. Mike. Magic Mike. No. Yeah, man. No. Come come learn how to fish from a from a from a Hall of Famer. That's right. He is. He is? Greg Maddox, baby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. He does it look like, like Greg, Greg Maddox. Maddox. If you want to take a take a picture with Greg Maddox. If you want to take a fly lesson with Greg Maddox. <laughs> when you're done, you want to get a selfie with Mike with his hat because he looks like on? Greg Maddox. He, he does. looks like Greg Maddox. So um but yeah, the lessons are fantastic. You know, they're they're you know, two hours long. Um one twenty-five for two hours per person, but man, Mike does a fantastic job of those, and and it's easy Monday through Friday. Excuse me, no Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We got three slots through the day, but so yeah. If if you need to work on anything, guys, try to connect with Mike. If you're a beginner, expert, trying to do, advance a certain skill, hook up with Mike. He's uh, very detail oriented and going to do a thorough job. So really excited how those are going. Great job, Magic Mike. And they make and they make great gifts to you. They do. You know, we, we've had several of those yeah. that have been of gifts, whether it's a birthday, anniversary, mm-hmm. something like that, too. Um, th- those are fantastic. Yeah, if absolutely. you're looking for something that's different than just giving something tangible, this is a gift that can really put someone on a journey to many years of, of, of enjoyment and relaxation mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. So it's, well, it sets you up for success in, mm-hmm. in later adventures. It really does. Fishing, absolutely. Sure. It it's really, really does. Absolutely. So, anyway. so what we got on the table, boys? Well, we'll go back through this here. Got some one brown water. More time. Let Dale hold him up again. So let Dale do this Hope one more time. Tired. So, so, so pre, so after a la- after we recorded our last episode before Christmas, um, uh, George came in. Uh, George, um, you know, is a good customer of ours as well as uh, uh, you know Blake and Danielle. But George brought us in this uh, this spirit here from uh, Maryland. It's the Sagamore Spirit Rye Straight Whiskey. And um, that is uh, bottled up there in in Maryland, made up in Maryland, uh, up through there. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm, don't quote me on this here, but but the the owner of that company also owns Under Armour, from what I understand, from what George okay. says there. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of the labeling and stuff, the shape of the bottle is the. It did look a little the, tight up here. 
Like it had a real athletic cut on the oh, top half. Very nice. Showing off the biceps mm-hmm. and the abs. Right. Um, so there, there we go. It's the Sagamore Spirit, but it's a diamonds for the Triple Crown. Uh, there, as far as the uh, those folks that are real, yeah, it's got like a little horse racing. racing. Absolutely. Uh, what do they call that? Embellishments. Yeah, and if you look kind of the you know the top look like something a jockey would wear. You know, yeah. with a horse. If you look you real close. See if you zoom in, you might be able. To, I'm just kidding. Yeah, absolutely. So, so George dropped that one off to us, and then uh, the other one here is the old Dominic, which is a Memphis toddy. Memphis Toddy. And it was, I, I love the logo on this here with the rooster and stuff there. And, and I was asking them, I said, you know, tell me something about this. What, what can I tell listeners? What, what, what? And she goes, it's Christmas in a bottle. Well, I sold. Christmas in a bottle. It's sold. So we can vouch for that for sure because we've already opened them. Yeah. It also has a weather one forecast. We tasted them. Yeah. We tasted them. And tasted it has them a weather really forecast right. on the back. Does it? Yeah. It says, uh, Natural cloudiness, faint sediment, or suspension may be apparent in Memphis today. Gotcha. Nice. Not the bottle, but Memphis. So, like, it's just like, this is always the weather in Memphis. Well, gotcha. pop that thing. Yeah. All right. So, we so Bobby's imp- impression of that was. Oh, it's like the little hot cinnamon things you eat. But it would get candies. us in trouble. Yeah. Too. Oh, yeah. This oh, will definitely this get, thing you will get you in trouble. Like, definitely have a driver. Mm. <laughs> or just be at home. And it really is. Uh, it really is good. This is definitely a cold weather. The, f- the first take, Bobby poured bourbon all over his microphone for this. No, it doesn't no. smell like it. Oh, Dale, that's yeah. like a big pour. Dale, that's Dale. a little too much, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you got, we'll have to be calling we'll call Stacy. <laughs> Stacy? Stacy, could you come pick me up? Stacy, could you come here? That is good stuff. I love you, sugar. I forgot to hit record. I'm joking. I'm, ah, just about to walk. I'm out. I'm trying to get Dale to walk out, man. I am so sorry. I need man. to before I take any more drinks. I'm so sorry. This happened one other time when we was back there and I was using an iMac. Man. I did it once too. Yeah. So I mean, I, it, it, I mean, it's different when it's like a one minute in, five minutes in, twenty six. Dude, I'm sorry. We were that one we time were, I did it. We, we did were the whole rolling. episode. Maybe oh. I was just. Maybe I, I was just I, I was just thirsty. Yeah. yeah. I was just thirsty. Shannon's trying to trick me into getting drunk. I, I've been looking at those boxes. What are boxes. your intentions here, Shannon? Uh, <laughs> man, this stuff is good. It is. This Dominic. Man, could you not imagine is. watching the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills play and drinking this rascal here? Mm. Man. Good. If you're in Buffalo, you drank the whole bottle. <laughs> <laughs> about about two minutes into that half, oh. that overtime. Oh, like, my goodness. Oh. This is good. Yeah, it's delicious. This, but I never was a cinnamon red hot kid as, as a yeah. kid. I was not. You never like packed your cheek full of them. Well, no, 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 no. Do you ever? Did you ever though take your toothpick and like uh, coat them in like cinnamon though, and like have a cinnamon toothpick as a kid? Was that a thing when y'all grew up? Mm-mm. I can't say toothpicks. This would be kind of like the closest. Bridges. No, we we would do that, and you'd have the cinnamon. Yeah, I did like fireballs. Yeah, you know the the fireballs I would yeah. put in there to the cheek. Man, you ever eat so many fireballs at school? Like your cheeks oh, are like raw. raw. <laughs> <laughs> that and the the what the what's the uh, sour things? I wasn't a sour dude. Sour patch things sour. or whatever they were. They were, they were um, crybabies, mm. something like that. Anyway, a lot of them in the world. But um, <laughs> back in college, we used to take them crybabies and down some vodka with them. Would you? Did they stop being crybabies? They become men. You make them funny faces when you do your like when you're deadlifting or power cleaning. <laughs> it's funny. I'm incorporating the same topics from the first. I, like, I just heard that. About Where's the 20 script at? Where's yeah, the script? I'm, I'm incorporating it, but just slightly different. But you know when you're you're deadlifting or doing power cleans, and you bring you bring the bring the bar up, and you get to about so high, like right above your belly button with the bar, and you get ready to flip it up to your shoulders. You make that funny face. Yeah. You reckon anybody's ever sharted while doing that? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I bet if you go to these CrossFit conventions, you, you see. No, I mean seriously. Oh I mean, gosh. you think powerlifting shouldn't ate it clean as last <laughs> night? <laughs> Anywho, yeah. Shannon's Shannon's been. I on wish the you had to hit record. <laughs> But you know, yeah. y'all would know what face I'm talking about. You get a hold yeah. of some hot liquor, not stolen, but just hot, like <laughs> spicy or legal. Le- like, yeah, legal. It's legal. Like real. Um, 
But it just like makes you like your teeth clenching, like you make that face with your power clean. But anyhow, yeah, sure. But this is good stuff. You spent more time on the power clean in this uh, than this recording than the. I I had to make it funny. Yeah, because Shannon's over here sharting. (laughs) No, no, no. But anyway, this one here is great. Man, they're good. Both of them. They are are really. In 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 Dale's analogy uh, on the other one about being kind of close to that Knob Creek, but like it smells like it's going to be hot. But then when you it's, taste it, it's smoother. Yeah, we got it. We got to make sure we get the top and the pour on this one. I don't know if it'll do that pour again. Well, it might not, since we already took some Here, out. Pour yours back in. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody pour theirs back in the bottle. Put some of this in with it. Yeah, yeah, it's not as good there either. Um, it's not the original. All right, here we go. Are you? Oh, I thought he was mixing there for a second. He's got two. He's got two cups. That's right. That's right. Anybody else? Gonna no, I'm good, man. Shannon said, pass it. I got to drive up the mountain. You can't blame the ice anymore. You can't blame the ice. <laughs> wife be like, it wasn't icy. Oh, man. This one here is yeah, just George, a little sip. Man. I get Appreciate to taste it. it enough mm. just to tickle the tongue. These are these are delicious. Delicious. They are. They're, it's, yeah. Yeah. I, rye is, is one that, to me, that's, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think for a lot of folks out there, too. A little spiky. Oh, yeah. It can be. This one here, though, is pleasant. Very, very nice. Smooth. Good stuff, boys. It's, it really is good stuff there. It is. Well, thanks for listening, folks. Yeah. <laughs> here, let's do it for the third time. No, just, um, <laughs> what did we talk about last time? Man, you know, we, we got on some really, really good oh, stuff there. Well, one thing before. Go ahead. Maybe we shouldn't open these bottles. Yeah, we're talking about the bottles, man. Oh, because the value of stuff. The yeah. Value. There's one that Randy brought us. I think it was E.H. Colonel. It was. And it was a different year, and the label yeah. was a different color. And it was that, that nice but, cylindrical. But it was. Tube. Next time you're gifted a bottle, folks, listen to this story. Maybe, it, it was, and maybe my, not open it. My buddy sent me the picture of it. It was selling for $28,000 for that bottle of, of bourbon, which is crazy. I still got it. I'll show it to you. No, I, no, I believe you. I just but I didn't, you didn't get to see it. I won't show it to you. But I can't because it's on the camera over there. So my phone's running camera. So, but yeah, yeah, you never know. That could be uh, a lot of money. One one thing about that, I, I forgot about this in the first try, but um, the powers that be in Kentucky and and bourbon connoisseurs, um, if you're listening, you probably heard about this, but they did a fundraiser for tornado victims. Up yes, there they did. Yes, in yes. Western Kentucky, and they were selling some crazy, crazy one of a kind rare barrels. So you could, I, I guess they'd bottle it for you, but these barrels were going for like one two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So that type of twenty eight thousand dollar bottle, but it was however many bottles you get out of the barrel. I guess it was how many bottles you got. Yeah. But uh, man, incredible fundraiser there, um, for for the folks there hurt by the awful storms there. Yeah, that was something else. That was that was that was but tremendous. What a cool way to use bourbon to raise money to help. People. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's such important to the to the lives livelihood of the folks in Kentucky, um, there of course, and uh, just giving back to the to the people yeah. there. And um, a lot of good people in this world, anyway. We hear a lot of other stuff, but there's a lot of wonderful people out there. Well, we've got tons of stuff, man. Cardboard's rolling in every day, and I see it on Shannon's face. Like, there's another box. Spring is here. Spring has FedEx sprung. guy pulls up, and Shannon's head just sinks. Yeah. Oh, it does. There's, there's boxes no, sitting hey, over listen, here to be I do this. In. I just like. Shannon <laughs> looks so defeated, man. Like you know, it's different. Like in June, or you, you know, when you kind of get into it's, it's like, like it's like you're one in the little, rhythm. You know, it's like one little thing when you're like, oh. <laughs> how many boxes? Oh, to, oh. <laughs> then you're like working on this one, and here comes the other like UPS guy, and they're like, oh, there's more. It's like when you're doing dishes and you think you got the bottom of the sink, and then like somebody brings in dishes from the table. That, where is that at? Is Man, where'd that bed, come from? Is in my bedroom. Yeah. Jeez. That's it. Where'd all these cups come yeah. from? So we've we've got a bunch of stuff coming in, splitting it three ways, going to the shops, all the other shops. So it's uh, it's still winter, but we consider it spring because all the spring stuff's arriving. That's why Bobby came in. He said, "It's spring, boys! It's, it's spring! spring boys. It's spring! Spring is here!" Didn't have the doors open because it was warm in here. Yeah, well, we we were hustling. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it hit forty three today. If you need something, we're starting to get it in. So. Yes, sir. In the in the first recording of this, we actually had the live action. We got an, an email from Umqua that something shipped while we were in here. So, Ooh, yeah, we, uh, very nice. Even while we're doing a podcast, stuff's coming. It says it's it, we getting updates. So, it's good. Mm-hmm. Well, um, 
we got a we got a couple topics to talk about here, but um, you know, certainly. Am I forgetting anything else before we get into that? Yeah. I don't know. About ninety seconds worth of stuff, man. Yeah, we so got about ninety we, seconds we, worth of stuff. We wanted about. to we wanted to bring our listeners a ninety second update. On, be more five minutes probably. Um, kind of just the the state of the industry. You know, we talked about how you know we talked about it's like the state of the union time, even though it's not happening this year yet. Um, but we're going to do the state of the industry. So, you know, back in twenty twenty, everybody was chasing product like a lot of people in the fly fishing industry canceled orders. Yeah. We didn't cancel anything. We, we didn't know what was going to happen on the backside of this, but we rolled the dice, didn't cancel nothing. So we were sitting in pretty good shape, but as, as supplies dwindled at the vendors, warehouses and things, everything just started shifting. And they said, Oh, well, you know, supply chain issues. We'll have this called up by, you know, end of, end of the year, early 2021. Well, 2021 happened and it was just like, Oh yeah, we still got a supply chain crisis. Yeah, you know, we we don't we don't understand it, but now containers cost thirty thousand dollars. So, if if it costs you now forty five percent more fuel um, to ship something, and a container costs how many hundreds of percent more? So it depends on which email you read, but it was anywhere from like ten to twenty percent, or ten ten to twenty times what it was you know two years ago. Pre pre pandemic, a, a container that comes on these cargo ships, a container was like two thousand dollars. Now it's like twenty. Yeah. And then you got to pay for it to sit on these yards until the truckers get to it. And so it's just a, a cluster of, of things getting in and out. But, you know, one thing to think about too is petroleum, the price of oil has gone up. All right. And it's, it's going to keep going up. But everything in this shop, you take a look around. And I think this is a big problem in the industry. And this might be another episode. But everything in here is wrapped in plastic. That's a petroleum product. It's either wrapped in plastic hanging on the wall or it comes wrapped in plastic before it goes on the wall. That's and right. the amount of plastic that it comes in the shipping is incredible. I yeah. think Orvis is the only one that actually does a pretty good job with that. Um, even back in we were unboxing Patagonia. It, it's oh, unbelievable it the amount of plastic the Patagonia. They were probably the worst. I think they were. I think they were by far the worst. And their solution was, well, we got recycling centers in your area listed on our you website. You know where the closest recycling center was? Where was it? I think it was Chicago. Yeah. So it's like... I've always thought that they should send you a um, a label and a bag to put that stuff in to ship back to them. Yeah, yeah let, them, let them reuse it. Like pull those. Bags and we're talking right. about like yeah. If you get, if that. you get twenty four hats, they come wrapped in plastic. All twenty four hats are wrapped in a sleeve to protect. I mean, you need to protect it in shipping. Sure, something could leak on a hat and then the hats are ruined. But so we've seen all the costs go up within logistics. So that's going to trickle down into the price. But then you've got these other um, transitory causalities going on. <laughs> that sounds like I passed my economics Man, class that was in college, didn't it? Like two was, words put together. Like That's what I did. stone there for a minute. I failed yeah, economics class in there, college, yeah, boys. Yeah. There was a lot of math in it. But um, so the um, yeah, so now we're seeing those prices. But just general inflation and all together is hitting us finally. And we we've seen it start it started pre pandemic. Yeah, with the tariffs and stuff. With the we tariffs, were... we've we've been getting emails about price increases for a long time. But you know, Shannon, you got some good perspective on price increases. Yeah, I, I think that we have to really focus on the fact whether it's in the the fly shop, which which we can can attest to. A lot of these products have been the same price for quite some time now. When I say quite some time, I'm I'm not talking months. I'm talking years. Yeah. Uh, Nearly a decade. You know, you look at uh, you know some of the things such as leaders and tippets and. A lot of terminal tackle things have not increased in price for a long time. You even mentioned some of the fish pond nets. Yeah. From when you first opened in Bryson City. Yeah, they the just went price. up for the first time since yeah. we opened a shop. So you think so about like, that. When I worked in the car business, every year, regardless if there was the cost of transporting the product was greater, mm-hmm. the cost of manufacturing parts was greater or not greater, those cars went up a percentage every year. It's been that way for how long? My entire lifetime. I'm 51. Y'all's entire lifetime. Yeah, what the car cost when you were like 10, you know? Exactly. That's my point. And, and, and $40. You, we understand that there's difference in technology. 1942, what we, that cost. We get that. But with that being said, we have gone a long time without a lot of significant price That's increases right. in this industry. Yeah. So for us to be getting those now, finally, 
you know, it, it's I'd o- say the, it's okay. I'd say the exception to stuff that I, I think the things we've seen go up over the last eight years is probably rods, reels, waders, and boots. We've seen boots not so much. Probably waders. No, I won't, I'll leave. Boots, boots have just now in light. So with tariffs yeah. going up, but mm-hmm. those things have steadily increased over the last few years. But the other stuff, like you mentioned, the smaller stuff has right. not. And that's the stuff you typically buy on a if you a fish daily, a lot. It would be a daily, weekly, weekly baseless, yeah, right? Yeah. A fly rod as technology changes. As technology advances, yeah. you expect to pay more for something that has greater technology and the yeah. latest technology into it. Whether it's a rod, a reel with the drag system, or or you know they're they're machining it differently, so you have less weight, but the drag is better. Um, you know, wading boot. You you've got more technology in a wading boot now than yeah, you had three years yeah. ago. Yeah. Right? It's got to be paid for somehow, some way. Yeah. Right? So that's probably the reason we've seen those kind of we we've seen that. And American made products. You know, a, a piece of the uh, the made in America pu- puzzle is the cost of labor. Yes. So we've seen cost of labor continue to climb. Well, mm-hmm. and, and you know, when you buy that domestic rod or that that you know rod made in the United States, that's helping put bread on somebody's table. Absolutely. You're supporting not only not only as a part of the shop, but the vendors, the people who built that rod in Colorado or Washington State or Massachusetts, wherever. So it it, it all it all goes back down to. Um, an individual. It, so. it does. And, and if you take that, if you look at the Tuckasegee Fly Shop family as a whole, you look at how many employees, mm-hmm. and then with those, how many are married, how many are non-married, yeah. and how many are married with children. I mean, it, 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 that circle of unless influence, you're, it keeps you're growing. Unless you're there's bread on the table. It, it keeps growing. Yeah. That's yeah. what you're impacting. It well, really Bobby is. made a good point in the first effort. Um, <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Wah, wah, wah. Take a take a shot, take a drink every time we reference the first recording. No, I can't. But you 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 made a great statement. If you buy four things, it's it's not incredibly notice noticeable. My speech is getting in the total price. In the total price, you might spend eight more dollars. Yeah, so, if you're buying some leader and you know things like that, you might yeah. see it. Just small items. Now, if you go buy a rod, that rod might have went up fifty dollars. You know, yeah. um, things like that. So. Yeah, on a normal purchase where you would spend, you know, twenty five bucks, you might be spending thirty two, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Um, so that is possible, but just depending on what you buy. We, but but when I checked in Fish Pond, probably seventy percent of their stuff did not go up in price. You know, so it's like not everything's gone up. So don't feel like, man, everything I go in there, all this is more expensive. No, it's not that way. It's just certain items have. And I will say some of these companies are probably absorbing some of these costs. They're not necessarily passing every price increase down to us oh yeah who knows man they they could be like man we need to mark this up 15 dollars. but if we do that we're not going to sell it we we can only mark it up five you know yeah. like they it's very possible they're yeah they know the analytics kinda, on how far they can take that product before so it becomes a non-viable it's got to be kind of a, yeah. a little bit of a stair step to get it where they need it to be we, hopefully we, hopefully stuff will come back down in some ways shipping we, especially we really debated whether or not to share this 90 second update with y'all five minutes um but because you know we want to keep we want to keep everything we talk about on the podcast you know positive and upbeat and flowing, but the, you know with inflation we're seeing it at the pump we're seeing it in the grocery stores it's something on the forefront of everybody's mind. But we wanted to chat with it, chat about it briefly, so that when you come in, this stuff you understand that it's not Tuck Fly Shop. We're not trying to make an extra three dollars here and there. It's this is happening industry wide. If you go to a fly shop anywhere in the country, you're going to see this happening. Yeah. So, um, just know that that's it's an industry wide thing. It's not Bobby and Dale. I'd say it's to, a country wide. It's every uh, industry. It's global. everywhere. Yeah. It's yeah. global. It's certainly probably. global. Yeah. It's definitely global it's economics. Definitely. And bear with us too. You know, we uh, we talked about this too in the first recording. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. We're gonna keep doing twenty six minutes worth. Um, we're at twenty four now. <laughs> really. That, Guess that probably by the time we check everything in for spring, each store probably has about 3,500 different items that if it's had a price change, all the items that were existing and stuff like that, we may have to adjust things. So if you see a price label that's wrong, you know, just bear with us. You know, we'll get you. We'll, we'll tell you why it went up and all that and all that fun stuff. So um, we, we're definitely going to miss some labels. I can already tell you that. Yeah. I, I think for the most part, people really won't notice it much, but it's, it's, it's there because it's everywhere. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So, well, that wraps up our 90 second industry state of the industry update. That's Seven right. minutes now. That's right. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. What was the other topic, Dale? 
Short and sweet like this hot toddy. Short and this is the point man. where I think where I was flowing, uh, throwing up my hands. Yeah. I was like, oh, boom, I threw my hand. No, we, we wanted to also talk about like some goals for us. So we're, we're still in January. So we want to talk about like our two, 2022 goals. And this isn't like a, a New Year's resolution. It's more just like, hey, for, for you as listeners, it could be a great example of I've never caught a trout on a hopper. Like that could be a goal for you. You know, gotcha. so it's, it's kind of like what are some good goals that maybe we'd like to do as a shop or personally or – could be mostly related to fishing, but maybe something else even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. go first. Oh, <laughs> do them on the spot. Oh man, <laughs> this is on the spot because I have no time to think about it. That's what's great about it. It, it is. It's because it, it, I think it's more genuine. That's that. right. Because then you're like, what? What do I really want out of life? So I've been drinking a little bit. I know you want a centric. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> James Bice, if you're listening, please. One of my Dylan goals centric. in 2022 is to get us nine foot five weight Scott centric. You know, I've not Just fished saying. a five weight, but my six weight is the bomb. Your six weight delivered in Montana. Is it not amazing? It did. I, and we need to do a write up about that. Cause that rod, I think a lot of people are missing delivered. out on the centered. It's amazing. So I think, are, are, are we doing like round Robin here? Like, just go, man. Let's go, man. So, go. so since I've got 90 seconds, since I got a little juice on me here, um, I, I think I, I want to really do a better job as, as an owner in this and cultivating and helping our staff do the best job possible to deliver top service. So uh, it's just, I think that's something that Bobby and I have really worked hard to position ourselves for. We knew 2021 was going to be crazy transition. Like we knew there was transition somewhere. I don't think we expected to be that crazy transition with a new shop. Um, But now we're kind of positioned to where we can help grow some other areas of the shops. So we we've got these three stores. Now what? Let's 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 keep watering the garden and and helping it grow from within. So that's that's number one for me. All right, Bobby. Number two. Oh, number two. <laughs> we joke. Stay in business. <laughs> that's it. That's my number one goal. Stay in business. After the pandemic hit, that's the number one goal. Stay in business. How do we do that? Give good customer service. Like they'll just say. keeping the doors up. <laughs> yeah. Have product. Having people to sell you stuff. Oh, that's right. <laughs> No, that's, uh, I appreciate that, guys. Yeah. My wife appreciates that. Yeah. Braden appreciates that. Uh, no, number two, um, I, I definitely want to – the kids and I and, and John, we went fishing out. Um, we, we went fishing on the Pigeon Watershed here um, back in late December, I think. I, I just want to make sure we get out. My kids, they're spoiled. They don't know how lucky they are to be able to float fish as kids and access the Tuckasegee from a boat. Yeah. I was like, guys, we're going to wade this time. No, daddy. I only float. That's what Madeline said. <laughs> I knew that was Madeline. <laughs> <laughs> that was Dominic. <laughs> old. Oh, old Dom there talking. That was old Dom. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And, and Bryson's like, daddy, the water's too cold. I don't want to get it. Like, come on, man. I was like, yeah, the water's cold. Get Suck it up. Right. So we went fishing over on the pigeon watershed and, you know, after about the, the 15th fish jumped on the hook. <laughs> oh, daddy, we like waiting. <laughs> this is awesome. We're going to do this every time, you know, forget floating. We, that's hard. That's like, guys, it ain't always like this. So we, we had a fun day of it. So, but uh, yes, yeah, so number two is, is definitely fish with the kids more. So cultivate that. Heck yeah, man. Shannon? You know, I threw out there, I want to go fish the West Branch of Delaware River. Oh, yeah, again. yeah, yeah. You know. Just want to go fish it again, huh? Just want to go fish it. Not if, to worry if, about If we not, get to go up there together again, I'm going to pick 50 songs ahead of time. Okay. And quiz you and see if you know yeah. who they are so, without looking. Yeah. So I actually got well, a Shazam. Actually, I hadn't opened it up yet, but there's a little like a deck of cards that was in my stocking. It's a It's a music game. You better study it. You know, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. You was kind of working that yesterday a little bit. I like there. that West Branch. Yeah, let's do yeah. it. You know, the the West Branch. When we've been up there, it's been meeting meeting based. Yeah. It's been meeting based. But I would like to just go and take my centric, throw some sulfurs at some of those rising brown trout. Biggest brown trout I've ever seen in my life up there. You know. Well, and that's kind of like I don't know. I feel like that's like the heartland of. U.S. fly fishing. Like, I know the Mecca is the Northern Rockies and 70% of this industry is, but the West Branch, East Branch, 
what do they call it? The fly fishing uh, triangle up there or whatever, like yeah. western, uh, west of New York City and all that. Yeah. That's, why why that's didn't anybody kinda, ever use a trapezoid? Why didn't they get some good? That's pie? where it started, though, because that's that's the Bermuda Triangle. You know, it, it's, it's actually the, a trapezoid. It's the, uh, you look at it, the Deddy family, if I'm not mistaken, actually had the first fly shop in the United States. Yeah. You know, the, the Deddies. Uh, but your cat skill type flies, it's it's all you mean from something that, in the north was named Deddy? D E T T E, oh. Deddy. Um, like Daddy, uh, Daddy, and I don't Can you know. Take me fish, Daddy, Daddy, and and I don't know <laughs> when when we went to Hancock or deposit. If I really appreciated it at the time, I don't think I knew as much as I do now. Yeah, about that. Um. So, and the thing about that is, you can drive it in a day. It's mm-hmm. it's an eleven hour drive from here. The last Chick Fil A is Carlisle, Pennsylvania. You, you can drive it. Um, go by Scranton, say hi to the office crew up there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, and 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 go up there and and fish that. Of course, uh, I, I, that's kind of one of those. Maybe it's a selfish, no, it's you know, a goal, you man. Know, type no, thing for you know for me personally. Um, and and definitely hadn't thought about this, folks. Honestly, um, haven't. But uh, um, you know, I think for me personally, there's going to be a lot of changes in this next year, kind of setting up for for 2023 as we've talked about a little bit not going into details um but just getting back from being uh you know in alabama with with tanya and Braden for those days um you know there, there's some things that i need to be doing with with Braden as he turns 12 on the fourth uh you know some hunting and things like that that mm-hmm. i need to be out there in the woods with him i need to be there as i was with alex and, and i have yeah. been short on that and it's easy to to do so oh yeah it goes um, quick. and i've always you know, said to y'all, hey, you, you can't go back and redo it. You can't go back yeah. and redo it. I kind of felt myself kind of falling prey to that a little bit. Um, you know, and I also want to, you know, spend more time tying more flies. I, I want to do more of that stuff, maybe being more creative, mm-hmm. you know, trying to look at, you know, different techniques or different materials for different flies now and really kind of get serious about that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think I'm at that point in my life. You know, we're only guaranteed so many heartbeats, as, as Bobby says, whether you exercise, so don't you don't exercise. So don't go running. Don't go running, brother. That thing's only beat so many times. But, but maybe, you know, looking at that from, oh. you know, from a, a fish's perspective, when they're looking at from the bottom of the water, kind of that silhouette, you know, what what can I do with, with different materials to maybe develop a fly that, that could be could be better. That's Are you going to like lay in the stream upside down? Get that no, perspective? no, no. I mean, there, don't forget to hold your nose. There, there's camera footage of that actually. Face, uh, face downstream, but, not uh, upstream. Camera, that's smart. But 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 <laughs> spend some time getting get a little bit more to the creative side yeah. of things and and saying, hey, what 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 can we do? Because I I'd really got to drop the ball on that and, and and for sure there. But uh, I think whether it's professionally or or or. Um, uh, privately, I think you should live the life like it's it's the last day you got, and try to do the best you can, whether it's at work or home or whatever, and, and uh, you know, professionally or, or personally there. So, here, yeah. here, yeah, cheers, cheers to that. But, cheers. Uh, he kind of put me on the spot. Yeah, but, man. But I would, I would like to really kind of go up and and fish that. It's just, it's just been on my mind for right. whatever reason, just to go. And I, I brought yeah. that up a what, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, maybe. we were talking about. Just, just organizing some more destination stuff, and that I, came up. I was like, man, I just want to go back. Yeah, I know we had for us. It rained. Remember how much rain was up there? there? Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it, it rained. They uh, had an incredibly wet summer, and uh, I would just want to go back. And um, the amount of bugs that come off up there, mm-hmm. I just want to just just yeah. And these are if you hadn't heard of it or been to it, there's certainly other creeks and story streams up there, but the East Branch and West Branch, particularly the West Branch. I think the East Branch is too, but these are tail races coming out of reservoirs that supply the New York City watershed. So, um, but th- this is an area where it's basically the birth of fly fishing in the United States. So, absolutely. Um, well, number three, Bobby. That's on you, bud. Or number two? I don't have any. Yeah. Get your Bronco. Get the Bronco. I was going to say, I was going to the Bronco. Get the Bronco. Man, that thing's supposed to be built next week. I hope it is. I like, hope it is. Started or completed? Uh, they build built. it in one day. Oh, do they really? They build yeah. each yeah. in one day. Um, what are mine? Man, y'all took two of mine. One was to tie more flies because I'm pretty yeah. slack on okay. that. So I, I'm just going to piggyback on that. Stop Dude. piggybacking. And part of that was I built care of that bookcase to get her stuff out of this room that I can oh, make yeah. my tie line, <laughs> fly tying thing. So that was it, Dominic it, talking it, again. It was, <laughs> it was uh, a little twofold action a little there, building fly. her a desk and bookcase. Um 
So, yeah, that's that's one. And the other one is uh, around here, I want to go fish two, maybe three new streams that I've never fished here. There you go. That's nice. So, because there is, like last year, you know, I'd never been up to the creek that I'll remain unnamed mm-hmm. with Gene and them. Never been there. Man, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was nice. fun. So, I'd like to like to go to more places. Oh, that like one that. coming down from up yonder? Yeah. Yeah. I from over you. yonder. You know, you say that, but like I've never been to Grandfather Mountain. I've never You've been, never been to Grandfather Mountain. Never been to the Outer Banks. I mean, there's there's <laughs> things like that. I mean, you talk about like not fishing the stream in the area. Like I look in this state, there's so many places I have not been in. You need to state. go to Outer Banks. You know, so just don't go in July. <laughs> Busy. It'd be too hot. Busy. You know? I, you know the wind. I mean, that's why they they flew the first plane out there. There's always wind. So sorry, Ohio. And it's coming off the ocean. Yeah, sorry, I don't like that. Um, it's coming off the ocean, so right. it's actually not as hot. Like yeah. if you were to go to like Jockey's Ridge and check that out, it's not as hot as you. It was hot in Norfolk. Yeah, it's different than Outer Banks. Yeah, Outer Banks okay. sticks way out. Okay, there. all right. You're closer to the. You're getting that Gulf Stream wind. Sure it's hot. So, um, so number three, number three is to, um, yeah, I don't know yet. Go ahead. <laughs> I thought we were done. I did too. I, I thought we did three things, like two or three. Oh, two, <laughs> yeah, two or one. seven. Eat more chick for that. <laughs> nah, I mean, I mean, if it's fishing related, you know, we're joking about the Scott, but yeah, I don't know. I know my wife wants to travel mm-hmm. with Alex's job and stuff. She's kind of already picking out some places for yeah. us to go go hit too. Yeah. So, yeah. Heck yeah! I am going to get a chance to fish the Alsable this year. Nice. In July, it might not be the best time, right? <clears throat> but going up with Emery and his family, yeah, it's awesome, our family, man. and nice. uh, staying at an Airbnb that is, uh, or VRB or whichever one, right on the Osable. Yeah, Gates Lodge is like three, four miles away, so maybe book a trip up there and nice. see what we can do. Early morning, they they do a lot of night fishing there. Yeah, have you seen them boats they fish out of? No, like an Osable skiff or whatever. Mm. Man, this thing ain't no water in this table. Really skinny. Yeah. Like I don't know if how me long and you is on it? the same boat would be a how, good but, idea. But what's the length of it? I, it's probably it's probably fourteen, sixteen feet. Okay, I think maybe the sixteen, maybe. I hope. I mean, because <laughs> I mean, is it is it a flat? I don't know. I just know that, it, that your butt is sitting about four inches above the water. It's like being in a kayak. So sometimes those things can be pretty stable and pretty stealthy, though. I, well, I, I bet think it's that's the, the key. The, the stealthiness of that yeah. thing. So, but I'm I'm excited. I th- I think we're going to be able to go out right in front of the place and. Fish. It's awesome, man. Yeah, it's really fun, man. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Heck yeah. So that's, that's, that's cool. Man. That's my plan. Absolutely. Let us know what y'all think. You know, what, yeah, what, what y'all's plans, what are y'all's goals? Yeah. What do you want to do? Or if you got a suggestion or maybe, maybe where we like should me. go you fish. You just want to <laughs> If you want to work in a fly shop, hit me up. We'll see. Mm-hmm. You never know. That's right. This the centric there, man. I tell you, the more. <laughs> he just like the, skipped over. The the more, not, not, the, yeah, this is a nice job, Bobby. The, the more. <laughs> It's just like you come to work here, maybe you can buy a center. But the more the the more I fish that thing, what what a and mine's and I got to tell you, mine's a nine, uh, mine's a six weight with a fighting butt on it. Mm -hmm. And and that thing is so light and it's so accurate, accurate, and it it is. I've taken it up and fished Deep Creek, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, with it. And it's like, what what a stick, man! What a, it, it's not like you're fishing a six. It's like he's rubbing it in that me and you don't. have No, I'm I'm not. I mean, mean, we have one, but we don't have one. Yeah, I can imagine what it's like fishing a four. A four I'm glad he didn't do this in the first recording. You know, a four weight's got to be just amazing. Yeah, you know? it really, it really is. It's got that be nine amazing. five is out. It's outrageous, Dale. Well, to me, the six is like forget the five, get a six. You got like a four and a six. Yeah, seriously, skip the five because I think the six can do what a five can do easily, yeah. and you don't realize you're fishing a six weight. Yeah, it's that amazing. That's true. Yeah, so I'm well, sorry, man. I'm let's let that it. lead into talking about rods and fishing. Let's fishing report. When's the black caddis hatch, Dale? Fishing report. It's coming. F- soon. Fishing report well, is brought I, to you by. Oh yeah, that's right. Norvice. Norvice. The spinny thingy. Nor-vice.com. That's right. The Absolutely. With um, I think they probably all sold out, but they had a kind of a I limit, texted him the other day. Limited a Cerakoted. Um, the ceramic storm, the stormtrooper white. It does yeah. look like a stormtrooper. I, I I knew what it was before it came out. So he said he said that everything was sold. He had he's only making ten of these. Okay. He said everything was sold except for seven, eight, nine. And I was like, is that why six eight seven? <laughs> so, oh. What what's that saying? Why did six eight seven because seven eight nine? <laughs> 
That's what I thought of when he told me that. So. You are married to a math guru. <laughs> yes. So, so speaking of Catasatch. Oh, so we're about a month behind. <laughs> you think we're a month behind? Yeah, the man, it didn't seem like winter started here until you took your headphones off. Are we good? Okay. <laughs> I got a little nervous there, man. He's like, I forgot record. <laughs> yeah, did you hit stop? Um, yeah, I think we're a month behind on the season. So, like, December, I mean, it was warm. I mean, we, you know, according to Fly Fishing Trail, Fishing Report, you know, hoppers yeah. are working. And in some cases, they actually were. Um, but, yeah, so it's, you know, January 2nd, I think we got our first shot of winter weather, maybe, or something like that, was when the weather changed. Yeah. And then, like, it's it got been cold. cold ever since. Um, so I, I think, you know, typically, you know, right now we've got little black stones coming up like crazy and that's a good one. And the blooming olive's a good play. Um, but you know, the black, the black caddis is always a February game. Uh, you know, you, if you're looking for imitation, you can go with a straight up black caddis, you can go with a black stimulator. Uh, but I like that peacock caddis. Yeah. It's a black body, but that wing is, is a little more visible. Uh, so, and I don't think the fish care. They eat it. They like so, it. That's all that matters. Yeah. Shannon? Did you say peacock caddis? He yeah. did. Throw a peacock the caddis, black caddis, thing, black stimulator. The thing about that peacock, it's it's very iridescency. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa. And it gives you It's like causalities. That, it, no, I mean, it, it's, it's, I think that's why it's so effective. Now, if you're using a Norvice and you're using peacock, mm-hmm. you can spin you up a little uh, peacock curl chenille, mm-hmm. which is very, very durable. It makes some amazing. Yeah. Caddis patterns or things caddis, like yeah. that, right there. A griffin's gnat is a fly that's often overlooked. Yeah, oh yeah. I will tell you right now. Tie you up some fourteens, some twelves and fourteens, sixteens. Put you a little parachute post on it just so you can help with visibility. Yeah. Use that and tie you your favorite little midge pattern about a foot behind it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That can be real effective yeah, this time of year for sure. Yeah, I, I don't know what you said because I had to. to make I did, it we did have somebody in the shop the other day, Taylor. Yeah, that mentioned the the purple haze was number twenty four. Number twenty four purple that, haze. But if you think it. about, so that, it's a very good. It was point. a parachute. You yeah. think about that though for a minute. Just think about that when you look at the when you look at at that peacock curl closely. You do pick up those purple and blue blue mm-hmm. hues yeah. in that particular thing. It's a couple of ways you can tie a purple haze. It's a western pattern. It was tied with thread. I think it was uni uni mm-hmm. thread, uni thread. Mm-hmm. So so when you look at that when it's wet. And that's the key. You have to understand what it's like when it's wet. You know, that's the color fast test you have to do on it there. What closely imitates that? And to me, the only true material natural is that peacock mm. that does that. So I think that's why yeah. peacock is such, whether it's a prince nip or any dry, yeah. mm-hmm. I think that's why peacock just works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just good material. Show me a fly that's got peacock on it that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Oh, For the most part. But I, me I mean, I, but I mean, a legitimate fly. I mean, give seriously. me an hour. Yeah, give me ten minutes. Give me a picture in yeah. about forty-five minutes. But at the but at the end of the day, you know, seriously. But you know, midges can be good. My my I favorite that down. My favorite my favorite midge to fish is a That's is it. a we don't have it in midge is a reaper midge. Yeah, great simple little fly to tie. Yeah, reaper midge ginger ale. You know, I know Nervy and Kitchens. Those guys. You know they they've been on a kind of a small little tiny oh, yeah. dry fly, you know, kick there and doing well on the tuck as well. Olive, you know, body colors and yeah. stuff, I mean, purple and black. Mm-hmm. So what you hear is a lot of people, I, I have this, they come in the shop all the time. And they're like, yeah, it's probably no dry fly activity this time of year, is there? And I'm like, no, there is. Like, you just got to however, be willing. It's not every day and it's not, it's not eight hours a day. Right. These fish in the delayed harvest are different. And yeah. I think they're more responsive to this. Yeah. The fish they stock this year as a result of the floods in August coming from the private hatcheries are behaving completely different than what they do out of the Setzer hatchery in Pisgah forest. Just saying so you're getting three or four jumps out of them before you get them to the net. They're not just like rolling over and wiggling a little bit before you net them. I mean, they are strong fish. They're looking up and I, I just, I don't know that if these were, were fish out of the, you know, normal raceways down there, the state hatchery, if it would behave the same. I don't know. You never know. Apparently the ones on the Davidson do. <laughs> They were looking up. Well, they're getting smart though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. But anyways, yeah, come fish. I think know? that's the key. I mean, good weather, appropriate clothing, layers. And the, the flows right. with Duke Energy have been like Bryson City was a thousand the other day. So yeah. you can wade anywhere in Bryson City to so, a thousand. So far, and by the time we get this out, 
Um, you know, it can change, of course, but uh, they've been on this kick about turning off at nine in the morning. Yeah. Running from midnight till nine. Yeah. So uh, if you do the math, it might not be as good up here because it's never as good to fish it going down as it's coming up. That's correct. Absolutely. But in Bryson City. Yes. It times perfectly for wading down yeah. there. That water hadn't even showed up yet. Yeah. It, it takes it, so long to get there. It, it, it's been kind of a wonky flow there. Yeah. So, yeah. so there, so certainly keep that. We're getting in dry mind. again too. I mean, I know we're getting these shots of winter weather, but yeah, it's, um, we're getting dry again. It, that's right. It, that is. Yeah. I think, I think February is shaping up to be a good month because I think it's going to be normal temps. I don't think it's going to be, you know, hot or anything, but it's the, the less moisture and fishing in February is usually pretty solid. And there's not that many people here. You get some pretty solid yeah. hatches in February yeah, on the so start seeing some quills on those I know warmer days. Yeah. Valentine's days in there, so you might not get away that weekend. But yeah. you know, and, and and my apologies, we got a Valentine's Day special, folks. Bobby will take you fishing. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> sometime this year. For <laughs> it's like that ninety second update. <laughs> I I. It, it looked last week before I went out of town, and they had not updated the stocking schedule for delayed harvest. They're and always a little slow. At they're the, a little yeah. slow. It's, so I, I did not look just because of looking at, at inventory all day. But, yeah, um, yeah that, that should be pretty soon. As we know, it's sometime March, April, May, yeah. of course. So, yeah. um, so For sure. Yeah. Well, that's the fishing report, y'all. Just got to get up here and, you know, don't waste your time. Don't go chase some blue lines this time of year. I think you, unless you, you know, if that's that's your thing, that's your thing. But I spend your time lower elevation, cooler or warmer, warmer water. Yeah, that's right. About another six, eight weeks, you can start getting up the mountain a little bit, maybe. Depending on what happens. I mean, you think about another six, eight weeks and where we're at. Yeah, I mean, December. There were people catching brookies in December because it did get so warm. December was more like crazy. I told people you, it was like spring. But with fall water flows, yeah, yeah, it was spring temps, but with fall water mm-hmm. levels, so absolutely. Yeah. But w- here we are in winter. Yeah, it's right. it's winter. Now. January is our coldest month. February is our snowiest. So, come fish in the snow. So this can be quite relaxing. Be nice. Absolutely. All right, boys. So do we have a have a tip? God tip of the day: come fish in February. Yeah. Brought to you by Brady's Handmade Nets. That's right. Give a shout out there to Josh Brady. Yeah, man. If, if y'all haven't went to his website, go look at Josh's website, man. Good people, great nets. Josh and Russ. They uh, and didn't you say they just they're they're updating some equipment so they're gonna be able to do some new yeah. stuff. Yeah, so I mean, that'll be, be exciting. Interesting to see some yeah. some new things. Some of the new new things they'll be able to do, which is cool. And that just shows that you know they're doing it right and they're growing and um they're able to afford to to you know grow the business where they can do some even cooler stuff on, on nets. So. That uh, stuff with the, uh, you know, him using electricity and. Oh, it's crazy. That is insane, isn't it? Yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Excited for Andrew Dean to get his. I, he, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm curious to see soon. Andrew's here, you know, pretty soon. Yeah. And he got uh, him a BFG. Did he? Yeah. Good deal. That's awesome. Uh, I know Andrew's excited uh, to get that for sure. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's awesome. So Brady's, uh, Brady's handmade nets.com, right? Isn't that what it is? It is. Something like that. Yeah. Brady's I think so. Nets.com. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, we we, I'd like to kind of interject here, like on a fishing tip. Yeah, and, go and for I it, think brother. it's I think that you know we preach a lot of things in a shop that often get overlooked out there for sure, but um, you know a lot of times, especially this time of year, if you if you take your time, you mentioned the pigeon, mm-hmm. you know watershed. Um, if you fish with your eyes first, before just immediately stepping into the water. And observe what's happening with Mother Nature, whether it's insects or mm-hmm. what's the fish doing, or or the water's so clear this time of year, you can see so much more with the proper optics. Identify the fish before you just immediately just start blindly casting these fish, and understand how you need to lead that fly into the fish. And that can be the difference between having a successful day or a non-successful day. Um, we, we've all seen it, and we've all done it, where immediately we just want to get to a, a certain spot. Yeah, you know, for instance, and you step foot in the water, and and and, and you may you may yeah. you may move that one fish, like oh man, I I just blowed it, but but understanding, you know, when you make that cast upstream, uh, you know, we talk about lining a fish or, mm-hmm. or something like that, but uh, understanding how how you need to lead that fly into them when they when they're able to come up and take that fly without hitting your tippet and stuff, that is very yeah. important. But it takes it it, it takes steps. And that number one starts with your eyes, identifying that yeah. and setting yourself up for that particular 
presentation. So uh, for me, I think it's 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 magnified this time of year, just because the water is so clear and there's no vegetation blocking a lot of that light. It's mm-hmm. just even more important. But it um, if you if you can nail that all throughout the year, you'll you'll be a much oh, yeah. much better angler for sure. So uh, not to step on anybody's. No, no, no. That's good there, uh, one quick update. Most of you probably know anybody up there in the Ohio, maybe Tennessee area. We were going to be at the Cincinnati, uh, the Buckeye United Fly Fisher yeah. show, but that got canceled with the COVID stuff. So, unfortunately, we were going to take the podcast and do, <laughs> do some live shows Had from George there. Daniel light up. We were going to get George Daniel on it. And yeah, we were, we're pretty upset that we can't go. So, unfortunately, hopefully next year it'll happen. Um, Cause that's a fun show. Well, so, it has yeah. to. I yeah. mean, we we we've got to get back to living. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of well, folks and as long as this gets back to living, we'll hopefully see some other people that can come in the shop and do some interviews yeah, with us. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so, pretty bummed but about that. But next you know, year, one it'll happen. Um, do we want to put anything out there about the the possible uh, tying thing with Nor Vice? Is that is that going to be a go? You think? I don't know. Yeah. On that, let's hold okay. off on that one. All right, we're gonna hold off on one. We're um, trying to put another event together. But, uh, you know, we do have a thing going on right now. If you get this in time, what's tomorrow? The 27th. So this ends on January 28th. There is some kind of Facebook poll going on for your favorite podcast, Outdoors. All okay? right. Nice. Right now, we've, we've got a few votes, I got to say. Okay. That'd be yeah. awesome if we could get a lot more. <laughs> and maybe win. So, yeah. I mean, it'd be cool. You know, it's, it's – yeah, it's humbling to be – like, last check – my phone's over yonder, but last check we were um, ranked just under in the polling, just under the Fly Fish Food Podcast. So I think that's pretty awesome. That's pretty good. I yeah. had no clue this so was even they, going how on. How do they get to it? What do they need? Uh, to do? It's on Facebook. I shared it from the shop. Yeah, so go to the shop. I, Facebook I, it's page. a Facebook poll, so I, you know that's the only place I think you're going to find it. Yeah, oh, that's so go awesome, to our man. go to our Facebook yeah. page and go check it out and yeah, see vote for cool. us. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, I think that's that's cool. It's it's you know honor, definitely honored to to be considered as a fun podcast to listen to. So thank you all for listening. I wonder how that happened. Like, I wonder how, like, we got... Oh, I typed our name in the little box. Oh, okay. <laughs> they nominated us. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, it has to start somewhere, I mean, right? just to be honest. I mean, there is nothing wrong <laughs> You with are something. a listener. Hey, <laughs> he's good at write-ins. Yeah. I mean... He, I know, that's right. He won a write-in <laughs> election. <laughs> so, that I is mean, absolutely correct. Yes. If there's yeah. a blank, I'm going to fill it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, that is awesome! I love that. Oh my gosh, that's I think why people enjoy this. Another we right in. We are who we are. <laughs> well, good deal. <laughs> well, we appreciate everybody listening, especially and when I hit record. That's it. Yep. So y'all take care. All right. Tight lines. That wraps up another exciting and informative episode of the TuckCast with a splash of bourbon presented by Tuckasegee Fly Shop and Guide Service located at 3 Depot Street, Bryson City, North Carolina and 530 West Main Street, Silver, North Carolina and Waynesville. Be sure to visit www.tuckflyshop.com for streamflow information, book a guided trip, or even shop for your favorite Tuckasegee Fly Shop gear. Follow the crew on Facebook at Tuckasegee Fly Shop, Instagram at Tuck Fly Shop, and on YouTube at Tuckasegee Fly Shop. If you have a question or comment, feel free to send those to info at tuckflyshop.com or give us a call 1-828-488-3333. For Coach Dell Diesel Collins, Bobby the Bearded Wonder Bennett, I'm Shannon, Big Mess Messer. We'll catch you next week. Be sure to catch a few fish out there, won't you? Y'all take care. <laughs>